Welcome, 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 boys and girls, geeks and nerds, to another all-new edition of geek to me Radio. Today, we will be debuting a new segment called, Are You Still a Comic Book Store? We're going to be calling a random comic book store that was listed in Marvel Age back in 1987, see if they're still in business. We'll have Casey Walsh from the Geeks Worldwide later and more. Stand by. We're talking to And as always, we are live on air. If you are in the greater St. Louis area listening to us, we thank you very much for tuning in. If you are in points online streaming us over the interwebs, or if you're listening with the app, be it the 1260 app or the TuneIn Radio app, thank you very much. And of course, if you are listening to this later on in the podcast, available on Podomatic and on iTunes, we greatly appreciate your support as well. Geek to Me Radio, as always, is brought to you by HistoricStCharles.com. What a fantastic place, Historic St. Charles. If you are in the St. Louis, St. Charles area and you've never visited downtown St. Charles, it is absolutely phenomenal. It's like stepping back in time. They have uh, right along South Main Street, it's all the, uh, taken care of by the Historic Main Street Preservation Society. There's all sorts of unique shops, there's dining experience, there's, there's things to do all the time, and if you go to their website, historicstcharles.com, they actually have a calendar of events, we'll tell you exactly what's going on down there. For example, next Saturday, January 28th, they have Extreme International Ice Racing at the Family Arena. Uh, you can visit the website for that. They also have, that same Saturday, the Fête de Glace. And I took four years of French in high school, and that's what uh, my education paid off. I know that that means ice party or festival of ice. It's an ice carving competition that takes place right along North Main Street, down, uh, down on the riverfront there. And you'll see all sorts of ice carvings, uh, people doing ice right there on the spot, unique things that they'll make out of these ice. And it's fantastic to watch something like that. Uh, it's a great family activity. Uh, there'll be two full blocks of North Main filled with ice carvers. You can watch all the carvers bring... They take a block of ice and they just obviously, they carve it. And uh, it's a lot of fun. While you're down there, visit Little O's on North Main. Get yourself a gooey butter milkshake. If that doesn't make you want to go down there right now, I don't know what does. But you can check out all the events, plan your trip, find unique places to eat, fantastic shopping experiences all along the way. HistoricStCharles.com. We're very proud to have them as the official sponsor of geek to me Radio. So... A lot of stuff's been happening lately. I feel like I've had guests on the show lately. Uh, we've had Bex Taylor Klaus last week, and I watched the first three episodes of Voltron, which just dropped on Netflix yesterday. Joey, 
Have you watched Voltron at all yet? Just the first episode of the first season, because it has a big St. Louis history. I wanted to be prepared for Bex and the interview that you're doing. So you're still on the first season then? Yes. Okay, the second season picked up great. I I can't, I don't want to spoil anything for you, so I can't say what happened. Are there lions in the second season? Ooh, that's a good guess. There are lions. Yes, that's fantastic. I I liked that part of the show. That is a great part of the show. And of course, there's also the vehicle Voltron, which they haven't made a cartoon about yet, but maybe that's in, in the works too. Who knows? If you've been down to the Central West End, have you seen the giant Voltron statue? I don't know if it's still there, but the minute it went up, I know I, and I needed to get down there and take a picture because I thought it was like just temporary for the first season. Mm-hmm. But if they put it back up, I'm going to make another trip down I, there. I thought it was permanent. Maybe I'm wrong. Someone stole it, maybe. It was uh, like 20 feet tall, and someone just put it in the back of their truck. That could have happened. You didn't actually see that happen, did you? No, I Because I covered my license plate. when I. Oh, no, that's good that it didn't happen. No, yes. fantastic. Um, but, yeah, so Voltron, very big connection to St. Louis, and uh, we are very happy to have Bex Taylor Klaus on the air. And she has a very passionate fan base. A lot of her fans called in. We had fans calling in from Ontario, from Arizona, from Indiana. A fantastic uh, bunch of kids called in, said hi to Bex Taylor Klaus. And so this week, we're just kind of taking it a little easy. We're kind of get, catching our collective breath, and we're just kind of talking about what we talk about. Comic books, TV shows, movies, and video games. We just mentioned Voltron. Second season just hit Netflix, and I'm about three episodes in already. Absolutely love it. Uh, if you get the chance, if you want to watch that, Another thing I haven't had a chance to watch yet on Amazon Prime, Man in the High Castle Season 2. I watched the entire first season. It was fascinating. For those of you who aren't familiar with it, it's basically an alternate reality version of history. It's what if Germany and Japan had won World War II and the United States is split uh, right down the Rocky Mountains. The everything west of the Rocky Mountains belongs to Japan. Everything east belongs to Germany. Uh, it's very surreal to see it. A fantastic cast, great acting, great writing. So if you haven't watched Man in the High Castle Season 1, go ahead and do that. Then you can uh, join me. We're watching Man in the High Castle Season 2. I'm going to try to start that right after Voltron. I got my priorities. Um, Arrow and The Flash and Legends of Tomorrow come back this week. Uh, Flash on Tuesday, Arrow on Wednesday, and Legends of Tomorrow on Thursday, all in the CW. And if you're watching any of these shows, by the way, if you want to call in, uh, let us know what your thoughts of the shows so far. 855-770-1260. That's toll-free from anywhere. I think we found out last Saturday that's toll-free in the continental United States because uh, we had uh, someone try to call in from Ontario and someone tried to call in from Brazil in South America, and the toll-free line doesn't work. <laughs> so if you want to call in toll-free, 855-770-1260. Feel free to give us a call. Uh, I'm going to have to find out what number works internationally. So anyone listening online in another country can call in because we welcome everyone to call uh new comic books coming out next week dc's rebirth i never thought aquaman would be one of my favorite comic books to read but dc's rebirth their new aquaman they're about 15 issues in and they are just demolishing it it's the best aquaman i've ever read and right now i think that and green arrow are my two favorite DC comic books at the moment. Uh, probably my two favorite comics in general. I keep up with them. It's hard to keep up. There's so much stuff. All the comic books that come out, like just for example, next week alone, DC is releasing Action Comics 972, Batgirl number seven, Batman Beyond number four, Blue Beetle five, Deathstroke 11, Detective Comics 949, Doom Patrol number four, uh, Hellblazer number six, Justice League and Suicide Squad number six, Odyssey of the Amazons number one, brand new release comes out. Suicide Squad number 10, Teen Titans 4, Wonder Woman 15, 
And then you got the Marvel comics. Steve Rogers, Captain America, number 10. Black Panther, number 10. Daredevil, 16, which Daredevil is my favorite Marvel comic right now, bar none. I'm also keeping up with that. It's fantastic writing. The art is great. Uh, Punisher, number 8. Spider-Woman, number 15. Star Wars, 27. Thanos, number 3. Thunderbolts, number 9. Totally Awesome Hulk, number 15. Infamous Iron Man, which actually that's another really good title. Uh, Doctor Doom has now taken over the role of Iron Man. And it's kind of a superior Spider-Man twist. If you read that back when Doc Ock took control of Spidey's body and had his consciousness in Peter Parker's body, he became the superior Spider-Man. He was still Spider-Man, but he was not above killing the bad guys uh, to get rid of them once and for all. Uh, So it's a unique take, Doctor Doom being Iron Man. I really like that comic as well. Infamous Iron Man. Those are all on sale next Wednesday, the 25th of January. We're already almost done with January. It's hard to believe. Image Comics has a bunch of new stuff coming out. No Mercy, number 13. Saga, number 42. Shudder, number 26. Wayward, number 20. Dark Horse Comics. They have Conan the Slayer, number 6. ElfQuest, Final Quest, number 18. Harrow County, which I know is a very popular title, number 20. Hellboy Winter Special 2017 One-Shot, Slayer Repentless number 1, Tomb Raider 2016 number 12, and then from IDW, which is a fantastic bunch of comics coming out. If you like 80s stuff, this is this is your publishing company right here, IDW. Back to the Future number 16, Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Adventures number 3, G.I. Joe number 2, G.I. Joe A Real American Hero 236, Gem and the Holograms number 23, Micronauts number 9, My Little Pony, number 50, Optimus Prime, number 3, and the Star Trek Green Lantern that they're doing, Volume 2, paired with DC Comics. Uh, The second issue of that's coming out. Transformers Lost Light, number 6. Like I said, if you're an 80s fan, we actually had Chris Ryall, who was in charge of IDW Comics. He's the chief creative officer. He was on the show with us two months ago, three months ago, right before Revolution launched. And uh, he's as big of a fan, and it's kind of cool to see someone who runs the comic book company being as big of a fan as you are of that type of entertainment. And uh, I think IDW has had some great stuff lately as well. And so I encourage you to go out on a new comic book day, hit your local comic book store, and pick up some of these issues. Uh, a lot of good stuff to be read out there, and I can't recommend Aquaman and Green Arrow highly enough if you are a DC fan and looking for a jumping-on point. That'd be a great point to jump on with Rebirth, since they've just relaunched all their titles. And in the meantime... We are going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with a brand new segment we're debuting called Are You Still in Business? Where we call a comic book store that was listed in 1987 in Marvel Age number 51. See if they're still around. We'll be back with that and more right after this. This is Michelle Nichols, and you're listening to Geek to Me Radio. Very appropriate, Joey, that you played uh, Michelle Nichols because we're about to debut our new segment. Are you still in business? I'm going to call a comic book store from the issue number 51 of Marvel Age, which listed in 1987 a bunch of direct sales stores all around. So hailing frequencies open, because here we go. We're going to give them a call and see if uh, see if they are still in business or not. I can dial a number here. We're just going to randomly pick one. Uh, the first one I'm going to pick out in California 
It's called Professor X's Comic Books. We're going to dial them and see if they are still in business. Uh, if I can read the phone here. Oops, hold on. I lost it. Let me try that one more time. I'm trying to dial and read at the same time. And as uh, anyone who knows me will tell you, I'm not the best with multitasking. Do, do, do. Do, oops. Let's see. I will uh, try this one more time. Hang on one second, folks. I know this is bad radio. Joey, talk to the folks for a minute while I, uh, while I actually look at what I'm doing. Now, this sort of thing I, I think happens a lot in, you know, morning zoo type radio. They will call people randomly. So I am ready. I've got the 10 second delay on just in case. I don't know what. What do people even answer phones anymore? I guess I someone could get so. mad because you called them on their phone. I don't know if you get mad when people call you instead of texting now, but All right, here we go. Let's see what happens. I hang this up. It's not going to hang up on the mind. No. Okay. We are on the air with this, though. Yes. Don't worry. All right. We're in delay, too, right? We are in delay. And if the phone number is set, I'll, I'll turn it off. It is. No answer yet at Professor X's Comics in Carlsbad, California. That's such a good name. How could it not be in that's business? Why I think that's why I picked them first. You know, I looked at your list earlier just to see if there are any crazy ones. and Oh, no voicemail even either. Well, it still rang, though, and it didn't say, it didn't say that, um, you know, this number is no longer in service, so it belongs to someone. Who might call back later. <laughs> wanting to know, hey, who called me? Let's, uh, let me, I'm going to do, is there a redial button on this phone? I don't see it. Numbers are just too confusing for you. I don't know. It's, it's, the, it's small print, and I'm trying to look down here. Let's, um, let's try this one in Cathedral City, California. It's called A Place of Interest, which intrigues me. Uh, so let's see if we can dial this one up here. And A Place of Interest. The owner is supposed to be a, middle, a man by the name of Jim castle it looks like calling from the 1987 issue of marvel age number 51 see if they're still around cathedral city california it's 124 out there right now beautiful 82 degrees on this fine saturday I think it was just a voicemail beep, wasn't it? Hi, this is James from geek to me Radio. We are calling to see if this is still the number for a place of interest comic book store. As listed in Marvel Age number 51 back in 1987. And uh, you're the first person to answer, or your first voicemail to pick up for our new segment, Are You Still in Business? Uh, we were hoping to reach a live person, but we thought we'd leave you a voicemail, so you were trying to figure out why this number is calling you. That's why. No need to call back. Thank you for your service. And, uh, yeah. Wasn't too interesting, the place no. of interest is what I'm thinking. No, not so much. All right, so we'll drop them. Uh, well, that, was, uh, that ended with a thud. That, that uh, two out of two that we could not raise. But at least they weren't disconnected numbers, so. Well, if you want, I did look at your list earlier, and I found a comic book store that's still in uh, business and has a history, I guess. So they've been really? around for 30 years if they're in that comic book uh, do you want to call them and see Let's if they a know? Try. Yeah. So I put the phone number on the screen if you want to dial or I can. Okay, yeah, I can. Uh, that's actually much easier reading the print on the. Uh, so let's see. I've got Golden Apple 
Comics. L.A.'s comic shop to the stars since 1979. Wow. And they're still in business. Eh? They're right. still in I don't know if they've moved locations, but they are in business. I got them dialed. Are they, can they hear me? There we go. It's Golden Apple in what, what's uh, California said? On Melrose oh, yeah. in L.A. There used to be a chain. Now there's only one is what I'm Golden seeing. Apple Comics. Hi, uh, this is James Enstall from geek to me Radio. We're live on air right now. This is Golden Apple Comics. It certainly is. We can do it for you. Well, uh, we, this is, uh, we're debuting a brand new segment live on the air called Are You Still in Business? And I picked up a copy of Marvel Age number 51 from 1987. Uh-huh. And we're randomly calling some of the comic book stores that are listed in the direct sales stores to see if they're still in business. And uh, congratulations to you for being around that long. Certainly are. Uh, Golden Apples, LA's oldest comic store, still family owned by the Leibowitzes. Uh, going on 38 years, I think. Well, congrats. 38 years. Wow, for any place to be in business that long, that's impressive. But a comic book store especially. How are sales over there? Sales are tremendous. Actually, we're quite busy right now. Okay, well, I don't want to keep you then if uh, if you're if you're busy so you can take care of yeah. your customers. Listen, but If you're in LA, you stop by. We're at uh, Melrose and La Brea, right by Pink's Hot Dogs. Melrose and La Brea. Life-size Spider-Man out front. You cannot miss us. If I'm, uh, that's going to be one of the things I do. If I'm out there, I will definitely stop by. Thanks very much for being on where, air with us. Where are you from? Where are you calling from? We're in St. Louis. We do a live radio show every Saturday called geek to me Radio. We're live on oh, air. We're streaming on the so Internet. You a, so you must be a Cardinals fan. I am, actually, yes. I was a Cubs fan. I'll speak slower then. <laughs> nice. Well played. Well played. <laughs> well, Thanks uh, for calling, man. Good th- luck to you. Thank I, you. I the geek radio stuff. Thank you. You as well. Take care. All right. Take care. All right, so we got one. Joey, thank you very much for uh, looking that up so it didn't, uh, the segment didn't go as bad, and I'll check them off the list. They are still in business. I noticed there's also a Golden Apple number 2 in Northridge, California. You know, when I look up goldenapplecomics.com, uh, they've just got the one location left. Really? Yeah, the one on Melrose. So I'm thinking, you know, they had a, you know, I saw that list too. There was like five or six yeah, Golden yeah, yeah. Apples. There's only one listed on the website. Hmm. That's interesting. I wonder if the other one shut down. They consolidated. But to be in business for 38 years, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, they must have known that uh, we need to be next to Pink's. I know that's a world-famous landmark over there. Mm. And then just one comic book store, and you're yeah. good. I guess so, with the giant Spider-Man out front. We're going to go to L.A. on our next live episode next we week, go. I think. Next week, we'll be live from L.A., broadcasting from Golden Apple Comics at the, uh, in, uh, on the corner of La Brea and uh, Melrose. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. And that was uh, the debut of our new segment, Are You Still in Business? So uh, we got two swings, but we finally hit it on the third one. Uh, so that was, uh, and he made the little Cardinals Cubs joke, which I thought was great. Good for him. How so, insulting to get free advertising <laughs> and then just take down our whole city, breaking our hearts. Well, no, he, was, he, said if, he said if I was a Cubs fan, he'd talk slower. Oh, I thought he was saying because you're a Cardinals fan, he needs to talk slower. Oh, he, no, no. He was saying, you're, are you a Cardinals fan? I said, yeah. He goes, he's good. If you're a Cubs fan, I'd talk slower. Oh, it sounds like I am slow. And whatever point he proved, I didn't get it. <laughs> well, that's all right. But the, the segment went, uh, went better than I was hoping. He was not insulting us is what I'm learning. No, no. Right, so perfect. All, all, all the St. Louis listeners, calm down. Don't, uh, don't be hopping on the next flight to L.A. and with your uh, pitchforks because you couldn't get them through TSA anyway. But, uh, okay, that was fun. We'll have to do that again next week. Uh, brand new segment, Are You Still in Business? Good for Golden Apple. 38 years. Wow. So we'll have to give them a call in 2019 and wish them a happy 40th. You know, there's a lot of other uh, radio stations in California as well. When you get syndicated more, he'll just stop by and be a guest on your show, probably. Have him by. When we would get them as a sponsor for our California location. Who knows? I know. So, uh, yeah, so that's kind of fun. Comic book stores, obviously, still going strong. Uh, He sounded like he was busy, so I didn't want to keep him. But I would kind of ask him a couple more questions, like, what's your best-selling title right now? And stuff like that. But I didn't want to keep him. 
He sounded obviously like he had a crowd in the store, which is good. Um, How often does he go and polish the Spider-Man's crotch? Because I'm sure it gets fondled a lot out I front of the store. I don't know if I would have said that. What well, is California? So it is California. People are taking pictures with Spider-Man that don't even look right, and they're skinny yeah. or fat, and they're right there on the Walk of Fame assaulting the tourists. See, now I'm going to get on, uh, I'm gonna have to go on Instagram here and see if they're golden, uh, hashtag golden apple, mm-hmm. and see if there are any untoward pictures of people taking photos with Spider-Man. Out in the middle of uh, I guarantee and it. <laughs> That'd be something if you're listening right now. If you're if you've got your uh, if you're listening to us on the app, keep the app open, and then uh, go on Instagram and hashtag Golden Apple Comics and see what comes up. Uh, I'm sure it's some of them are terribly embarrassing, especially if they're taken late at night. Mm-hmm. But we've got Voltron. Voltron could beat Spider-Man. So our giant statues, if they went to war, I'm just saying. I think there's a crossover that could happen. I see it coming. Where there's a different Avenger in each arm and leg of Voltron, and I don't know, they're fighting Princess Rita in the new Power Rangers sequel to the new movie. Rita Repulsa, that's Mm -hmm. right. And uh, speaking of movies, I just went and saw Split um, this past week. saw it Tuesday, and actually it was so good, I took my brother-in-law and father-in-law to see it last night. Um, Because it it was one of those movies you have to see. M. Night Shyamalan, uh, for me, his work has been very... I want to say hit or miss, but lately it's been very miss. I, had, I didn't, didn't care for The Village. Didn't really care for Lady in the Water. Um, loved Sixth Sense. Unbreakable was decent. Signs, eh, not too bad. But boy, this one, if you're going to... This is his, in my opinion, return. He, he's back, baby. I mean, this was a fantastic movie. For those of you who don't know the premise, James McAvoy plays a man named Kevin who has 23 personalities living inside him. He has dissociative identity disorder, and he's working with a therapist. The movie starts with uh, one of his personalities kidnapping three girls and locking them in a room, telling them that uh, the beast is coming and the beast will need to feed on them. Uh, It turns out the beast is the 24th personality that's just starting to emerge. And it's a fantastic movie. James McAvoy, if he does not get at least a nomination for his part, there's an egregious wrong being done. Uh, he, he fantastically plays at least eight of the personalities. You don't get to see them all, per se, but uh, we get glimpses of a couple of the other ones. All the acting was fantastic. The twist at the end blew my mind, which, uh, again, for M. Night Shyamalan, it's kind of like the twist happens, and you're like, meh, I really don't care. This one was so good, and I can't say any more without spoiling it for you, but if you're going to go see a movie this weekend... Go check out Split. You will not be disappointed at all. I highly recommend it. You can check out my review if you go to my website. Click the little WordPress tab. You can check out my review there, spoiler-free as well, at geek2meradio.com. And I did publish as well. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at geek2meradio. I don't mention my social media enough. So you can follow me there. I'm more than happy. Uh, the more followers, the more happy I am. And we want to keep me happy. So we are going to go to another break so I can keep uh, the bills paid and make them happy we'll be right back with more after this stand by hey god brain what do you want to do tonight the same thing we do every night pinky Listen to Geek to Me Radio and then try to take over the world. Welcome back to Geek to Me Radio. If you're just tuning in, we appreciate your listening. 
We have on air with us right now, Casey Walsh from the Geeks Worldwide. Casey, how are you? Geeks what's up, James? Not much, not much. Thanks for coming on. We, I'm sorry I had to, we had such a short segment last week, so I want to make sure that we uh, had a bit more time to spend with you this week. What's going on in the, this week in Geek? Oh, man, so much awesome stuff happened this week, uh, especially when it comes to trailers. So we'll start with uh, the first one for you 90s kids out there, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the reboot. Absolutely. And it looks amazing. Yeah, I was very impressed. It looks, um, when you, you know, watch, when you watch the TV show, it's obviously got that little bit of, uh, I don't want to say hokiness to it, uh, but it's uh, over the top oh, a little bit. Okay. <laughs> hokiness, yeah, and a little, little over the top, but the movie looks just like a straight-up action movie. Uh, with a Power Rangers twist to it. Yeah, I really love the look that they have. Like their their costumes like, are very like alive, and like the heart is like glowing with like a universe, and the and the Zords, and and even like Goldar. Like when you bring Goldar into a movie like, at this scale, it, it's kind of amazing uh, a feat feat to behold. So I'm really excited to see kind of where where this movie goes and and what it what it turns out to really be. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. I think that's gonna be one of the uh, the highly anticipated movies for. 2017 for sure. Yeah, it, it looks awesome, and uh, it, I do get this weird moment though too when because Brian Cranston is it, he's playing Zordon. Yes, and I'm watching Bad right now, so when I saw the trailer, I couldn't help but think <laughs> like, why is Eisenberg like training the Power Rangers? It was very kind of this weird moment. I wonder if they'll, I wonder if they'll somehow work in that Zordon is the one who knocks. I wonder if they'll put that in the movie somehow. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the rumor is though he is a like. Uh, a battle-hardened like Red Ranger who's like injured and has to be trapped in like this kind of Phantom Zone area to kind of like stay alive. Huh. It'll be very yeah, interesting to see how they pull all this off because I, I I was I like the Power Rangers. I was never a huge fan, but man, this movie looks really good. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, the cast looks great. Um, uh, Rita Repulsa looks awesome. It, the effects look really really well done. So I'm really looking forward. To it. it looks like they put a lot behind a lot behind this movie. I agree. Yeah, everything everything I've seen so far, uh, I've, I'm trying. I never try to get my expectations too high, but everything I've seen so far does raise my expectations up. So hopefully, it delivers. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped. I'm ready to 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 to, to, to morph myself to, to go through that. <laughs> well, you can't say morph yourself on air. You can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> so what what else is going uh, on? Uh, well, another awesome trailer that hit web, the web this week, and one we've all kind of been waiting for, is the second trailer for Logan. Mm-hmm. And it shows us a much kind of deeper look in that movie and what it is. Uh, and I really, again, really enjoyed it. And X-23, uh, I think her name is Daphne, Daphne Keene, um, the girl who plays X-23 in the movie. I think she's really going to steal the show, and this is going to be like a star-making role for her. Yeah, that's uh, the, the, the trailer, the newest one that just came out, I know it's got a lot of views already. And it's, uh, I loved seeing, I'm, gra- I'm glad Patrick Stewart's in it. I'm not sure how they're going to work that in. Cause if Logan is as long lived as he's supposed to be, I'm not sure where this takes place in the timeline or how Patrick Stewart is still around. But, uh, you know, having him in the movie, I think was a fantastic touch. And the, what we saw of the girl ripping into these guys and doing, wow. I mean, they must've found a little, it's like they found a little buzzsaw and just put her to life. Right, yeah, I love how animalistic she is. Like in that first opening scene, she's kind of rummaging through the the store or whatever, and uh, the guy catches her and is like, "Hey, you gotta pay for that stuff." And she just immediately attacks him. 
and Logan has to like come in and save the guy and be like, no, you can't <laughs> kill people at will. <laughs> um, so yeah, it kind of shows, uh, gives a good insight into her character and like how crazy and, and violent she is um, and how violent this movie is going to be. Yeah, and again, people should expect that going in. I mean, it's it's Wolverine, and he's on his own, which has always been, I think, uh, the violence has never been over the top for me in any of the other Wolverine movies. I guess the the Wolverine, where he was over in Japan, was fairly violent, but this may uh, ratchet it up a little bit from there. Yeah, and interesting you bring up the timeline thing. So this just came out, like, this morning. In an interview, uh, Hugh Jackman actually stated that this Wolverine movie is not connected to any X-Men film. It's actually a standalone movie all on its own. Huh. It has no ties or to any of timelines or anything. Um, so he says that will be made abundantly clear once you see the movie and, and you'll actually understand that the different par- paradigm that this movie's creating. Mm-hmm. But supposedly it's not even, yeah, it's not connected to any of the, the previous uh, films whatsoever. Hmm. So we may just be getting an alternate timeline story uh, of Wolverine, which I'm perfectly fine with at this point. I think uh, Hugh Jackman has, and, and James Mangold have deserve to make their Logan movie or Wolverine movie the way they want to make it considering it's their last one. So Yeah, no, I I'm I'm fine with it. If they if they start out a movie by saying, oh by the way, alternate timeline, that that gives them carte blanche to do whatever they want. If they if they kind of leave it ambiguous, then I'm kind of wondering, well, where is this fitting in? Uh but if they're going that route, then kudos. Right, and it, it helps them down the future too, because when they make other films in the X Men universe, they don't have to really worry about what's happening with Patrick Stewart and Logan and and all these people in this movie either. And it also brings up an interesting point because Caliban is, is rumored to show up in the, or is going to show up in this movie and he was already in X-Men Apocalypse. So that was another kind of clue that this takes place at a different kind of era or timeline altogether and it's not connected to those other films at all. And they did, I mean, as, as much as I didn't care for uh, the new X-Men films, uh, the X-Men films have been very hit or miss for me. But I will say with Days of Future Past, the brilliant thing was they kind of pressed a little bit of a reset button and say, okay, now there's all these obviously alternate timelines and they never specify you could go in with that suspension of disbelief is like, well, this could be whatever in whatever branch happened because of this. So yeah, I think, uh, I think, like I said, I, I'm going to give them a creative room to work. I'm not going to go in with any uh, predispositions. I'm just going to go in and enjoy it. Yeah, I do think it's that person a little bit with the general audience, just because Marvel has just pushed the shared universe so hard that people just don't understand that all these movies aren't connected anyway. Mm-hmm. So if they go in thinking like, oh, this is going to be connected to the rest of them, and maybe they find, find out they, that it's not, they may be a little disappointed. But I just think this movie is going to be so good that that's not even going to be a subject of, of conversation. Yeah, and it needs to be good, obviously. Hugh Jackman, this is his last outing, supposedly, because I'm now, I'm now hearing rumors that maybe it won't be. Maybe he does want to do one more. But uh, if, it, if it is, obviously, he's going to want to go out on a high note. So I'm, I've got uh, high expectations for this for sure. Uh, Casey, if you don't mind hanging with us, we're going to take a quick break. and We'll be back talking more of This Week in Geek with Casey Walsh from Geeks Worldwide right after this. This is Wacko of the Animaniacs, and you're listening to geek to me Radio. And do you know why? Because you know what's faboo. And this segment of geek to me Radio, powered by the Nerd Out app. 
Uh, if you've got a smartphone or mobile device, you can download it, Nerd Out app, and it'll give you a list of things going on in your city. It'll You can look it up by region, if you're what part of the country you're in, or if you're in a certain city. It'll give you a list of all the geek happenings in your neck of the woods. You can also, if you're going to have an event, you can list it on their website. You just email them what your event is. It has to be an actual event that people can attend, like a physical event. There aren't any virtual things or anything like that. Uh, that's the one requirement. You can uh, upload the app. You can check out places. You can check out cosplay stuff. Uh, a lot of things to be done. And it's a fun app. Very useful, I think. It's, uh, it's brand new. You want to check that out. Nerd Out app. And that will uh, be something fun for you to play with after the show. Right now, we've got Casey Walsh from the Geeks Worldwide. We were just talking movie stuff, talking about the Power Rangers trailer and the new trailer for Logan, which uh, supposedly might be Hugh Jackman's last outing. We'll see how much money the movie makes and see if he doesn't uh, if he isn't lured back. What else is going on, Casey? Well, let's just stay on the Logan train a little bit. So, yeah, uh, to that maybe his last movie. We, Ryan Reynolds uh, sent out a picture this week with him and Hugh Jackman and Pierce Brosnan, of all people, sitting on a couch together, um, and the speculation uh, that they were, had, had a meeting, and the, and the speculation is running rampant that the three of them are somehow going to be involved in Deadpool 2. Um, with that being that Pierce Brosnan could be taking the role of Cable, or, this is my personal favorite choice, Mr. Sinister. Ooh, um, that would be good. So, so that's just that's very rumory. Uh, like I said, it was literally a picture on Instagram, and everyone just kind of went crazy with speculation. So uh, we'll see how that actually turns out. But we could be seeing Hugh Jackman returned as Wolverine, at least not in another Wolverine movie, but at least as in, in a Deadpool movie. And then uh, maybe Pierce Brosnan will be uh, the gene-altering villain, Mr. Sinister. Yeah, and I'm not sure if... Uh, I love Pierce Brosnan, uh, no question about that, but... I'm not sure if he'd be able to pull off Cable because Cable's pretty yeah. buff and ripped. Yeah, Cable. I I, I agree. I initially I thought Cable too because like why would they be teasing him? Because they're not going to tease a villain this early. But then I yeah the same thing kind of came around. And yeah, he just does not come across as Cable. But when you but when you put him and Mr. Sinister next together, oh man, that's yeah. a that's a match made in heaven. So I, I really think that he's up for the villain role and not not the the Cable role. And I'm really interested to see who they get Cable. I personally I think someone like John Hamm, like a very like straight man, uh, very good looking, very brawny guy would would fit that role very well. There was that movie. Um, uh, I, I can't the the names just escaped me, but it came out this year. Uh, I want to say back around Halloween, where they were in the house. Uh, they broke into the house. The, the guy's blind. Yes, that that guy, that guy could be Cable. Yeah, that's John Hamm. Yes. Oh no, no, I'm th- I'm thinking of a different movie then. Um, uh, I don't know what movie you're thinking of. Oh, uh, doggone it! Know the the blind movie, the blind. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Four one. Yeah, I forget what that's called. Like breathe. That's what it was. Don't. Yeah, don't breathe. I think that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 could be. He's a little old. I think uh, he's the same guy that was in. Uh, Avatar is that the same guy? Stephen Lang, yes, yeah, awesome. Stephen Lang's the actor's name. It just yeah, there it is. Okay, yeah, yeah. So he yeah he he's been campaigning for the role for a long time. And yeah, it looks wise he's dead center. Like uh, but yeah, he may be a little long in the tooth, a little old. I who am I to say? But uh, uh, but yeah, he's a, he would be a great choice just just on based on looks alone. Exactly. Yeah, and I know uh, they kind of teased Mister Sinister at the end of the last X Men movie, X Men Apocalypse. Uh, so I'm not sure if that would be. 
if they're maybe tying Deadpool in with the next X-Men movie? Well, yeah, the rumor was that that tease was actually for Logan, because I mean, uh, the tease the, the Essex Corporation, and the rumor is the Essex Corporation is going to be the villain, or is going to be, yeah, the main the villain in uh, Wolverine, and they're the ones who are making X-23 and all that, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, we'll, yeah, we'll see how that turns out. But uh, that that was the rumor then. But now with this news that this that movie, those movies technically aren't connected, well, I guess we'll kind of have to wait and see. They could always change their mind about that because it, it's in Fox's pool anyway. Fox can do whatever they want and connect, you know. Yeah, now they are going to be connected if they know that there's uh, money to be made off doing so. Obviously, they're not connected now. That doesn't mean they can't draw them back together later on. Right. A good writer can fix anything. Exactly, exactly. So what else is so happening? More trailers, man. So this is the week of trailers, I guess. We also got a new a trailer for the TV show on NBC, the DC TV show Powerless. Yes. And this is kind of our first official trailer. And I have to admit, I really, really enjoyed it, especially when they feature the likes of a villain like Starro um, in your teaser trailer. They are really kind of leaning hard in the DC stuff, I think. Yeah, and I know that the cast is great. We've got uh, Alan Tudyk. And we've got, uh, uh, his, his name is the guy from Community, uh, uh, yeah, Danny. Danny Thank you. Yes, Danny Pewdie. Um, but uh, I'm excited about the cast, but my one concern is it's on NBC. And they yeah, really... It, the channel is a concern. And as I'm watching the trailer, I really have an issue with the set. Like, it really looks like it's being filmed uh, on at Nickelodeon, <laughs> um, which is a little disheartening for me. But, I mean, like I said, there's some great scenes in here, with, especially Ron Funches where he's trying to build the, his, the, the invisible jet for the boss's daughter, and it's actually, like, invisible. Um, so, and someone walks through it and breaks it. <laughs> uh, and then he has, like, the scene where he, like, builds kryptonite glass, and she's like, well, how does it protect the people on the inside? Um, so it, it, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really great stuff. Um, uh, and, and it all kind of revolves around the major superheroes in the DC universe who they, like, name drop all the time. So... I think that's just going to be a really fun thing, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see if it has legs in the past one season. Yeah, I know. I loved Constantine, and I was so upset that they did. NBC was just they put it on at a bad time. They didn't do much to publicize it. Uh, it seems like now NBC is doing a lot to publicize this show, uh, Powerless. But if it doesn't perform well in the first three or four episodes, NBC is likely to say, "Meh, pull it." Uh, so yeah, yeah, they're quick to pull stuff to you. Yeah, so that's my big concern. If it's not a reality show, then NBC is probably not going to put a lot of stock into it. Unfortunately, we are going to take our last break, Casey. If you don't mind hanging with us for one more segment, absolutely. All right, we'll be right back with Casey Walsh from Geeks Worldwide after this. Roger. Ready to move out. Hi, this is Greg Weissman, the creator of Gargoyles and co-creator of Young Justice, and you're listening to geek to me Radio. Stay well. We are back in our final segment of geek to me Radio, brought to you, as always, by HistoricStCharles.com. Please make sure you go to their website, check it out. Uh, today would be a beautiful day to be down there. It's sunny, 70 degrees out, lots of things to see and do down there, unique shopping and dining experiences. If you're a Doctor Who fan, that's the place I get my Jelly Babies and my Jammy Dodgers, a little place called the English Shop right there on South Main. You can go right across the street, grab some ice cream and some fudge from Riverside Suites. 
And of course, plenty of places to eat. Magpies is a favorite. Their uh, homemade cobbler is fantastic. You can get some uh, Missouri wine from the winery of the Little Hills. Get your old-time photo taken at Tin Typery and just have a great time. And check out the website for more things to see and do. All the events, calendars, happenings, everything else. HistoricStCharles.com. Very proud to have them as the official sponsor of geek to me Radio. So Casey Walsh from the Geeks Worldwide, we are wrapping up the show. Uh, what have you heard about the new Teen Titans Judas Contract animated feature? I haven't heard anything. Um, I think they've let very little information now. I think we got a, uh, the voice cast uh, information, which is pretty much the same cast that they always use and did use for the Teen Titans stuff. And then we got one new still this week that featured um, Tara um, in, 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 with the Titans. So that's, that's all we really know thus far. Um, not, not too much information coming out on that yet. I'm excited because that's one of, obviously, an iconic storyline from the 80s. Uh, Robin becomes Nightwing during that. We've got Tara's betrayal of the Titans uh, working for Deathstroke. Uh, so I'm very excited to see it in animated form. DC Comics has a history and a fantastic track record of doing animated features very well. Yeah, uh, I, they're, they're really pumping Justice League Dark right now. Um, yes. In fact, the premiere, I think, is at the end of the month, which we're, we'll be going to in New York. But uh, so I assume, as, soon, as soon as that wraps up, we'll, I'll start getting all the information on, on, uh, on the Judas contract. They're really good about just kind of going from one thing to the next really quickly. Perfect. And Casey, where can people find you? You can find us and all the news you just heard at thegww.com, along with videos and trailers to everything. Um, you can also find us on YouTube. You search Geeks Worldwide or GWW. Find us on Twitter at the underscore GWW. Casey Walsh, as always, thank you for being part of the show. We appreciate it. Thank you so much, Dave. We'll catch you on the Geek side, my man. Sounds good. Take care. And thank you all for listening. This has been another episode of geek to me Radio. You can find us on iTunes. Make sure you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at geek2meradio.com. Until next time. This is geek to me Radio. That's our show. This is geek to me Radio. Thank you, planet Earth. Good night.